Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Hi, Bill Kasky here. If you're listening to this podcast, it means you're excited about making real change. Well, I am too. In fact, that's why I began this podcast three years ago. I found that change happens only when you take action. Maybe you're like a lot of my listeners who have questions like, what steps can I take to grow my business? How can I have a better business life? How can I avoid the commodity jungle? And how can I grow my income? But maybe you're feeling stuck, not sure exactly where to begin the journey. I totally understand that. That's why I created the 2X Group, to relaunch your success. Whether it's how to generate leads, how to reconfigure your limiting beliefs, or how to close more sales, the 2X Group might be your ticket to growth. And today, I'm offering a 30-minute phone call with me so I can learn about your goals and determine whether the 2X group is perfect for you. No cost, no obligation. So if you're ready to take action, go to the2xgroup.com to get on my calendar so you can begin the journey of 2Xing your business. Now, on with the show. Hey gang, Bill Kasky back at the Bill Kasky Podcast, and today's episode going to go a little bit deeper today. I almost titled this, or is it entitled it? Uh, I almost titled this, Do Sales Skills Really Matter? And I, I decided not to because I do think they do matter. I think the question of how you show up, of uh, how you run your first meeting, be it virtual, one-to-one, group, presentation, whatever. I mean, there's thousands of different ways you might start with a prospect. And I think skills matter. If you don't have the skills, you're going to get in front of people and meander around. You're not going to control the process. And so we talk about skills a lot on this podcast. But today I want to go a little bit or a lot deeper, and I'm going to put out a hypothesis. And the hypothesis is that I think skills take a backseat to something that's much more important and profound at the same time. You've heard me talk about how important the mind is. And as I see it, there are five mindsets you've got to have. Number one, you've got to understand your intent when you show up in the market what is your intention? Is it just to get the business and to sell somebody? Hopefully not. That's a fairly low intent kind of operation. You need to have a higher intent about what's in it for the customer. Number two is detachment. I want you to be free, free from hostage situations, free from old prior thinking, free from limiting beliefs, But I want you to be detached in the buyer-seller dance. Because if you can be detached, doesn't mean don't care, doesn't mean disengaged, it means detached. And if you can get there, then you will be free to operate in whatever way you need to operate to either advance the deal or to get out of the deal. Number three is abundance. 
The mindset of abundance is a mindset that there is plenty in my market. There's a never-ending list of potential prospects who have potential pains and dreams that I can help people accomplish or fix. Abundant mindset is a critical component to having the, taking with you to the market the right mental framework. The third mindset is how the buyer-seller dance works. You've got to have the right mental framework there. What we have said, and we say always, and we probably always will, is this can't be a you convincing them thing. It can't. Because when you try to convince them, what do they do? Them being your potential client. They, they resist. They put up guards. So everything that you do in the buyer-seller dance that creates this resistance is not good for you or for them. If you can solve their problem... And you do it when you get the business and engage with somebody. If you are saying things that keep them away from you, they don't get the value of your product and you don't get their money. Everybody loses. And the fifth mindset is the framework of your positioning. How are you positioned, A, in your own mind, and B, in the mind of your customer? Are you just schlepping a product? Or are you positioned as a high-value provider of uh, consulting and knowledge and wisdom? And you might have a product around that and attached to it, but your position has to be one of extreme value. So that when they have a choice to call you or three of your competitors, there's just no choice. It's just a no-brainer. They call you because they know how much value you bring. You've made it easy to do business with. So those are the five mindsets. And if we keep going around the circle on the outside, there's all sorts of other stuff. Uh, method, mission, mechanics, messaging, marketing, things like that. But let's go back to the center. Because what I find is that I can give you all the right mindsets. I can give you all the right strategies and methods and language and mechanics, things like that. And I've noticed this over the years that I will give 20 people in the room all the same thing. And yet two of those 20 excel exponentially. Maybe four. Maybe it's the 80-20 rule. 20% of that group will excel exponentially, and the other 16 will do variations of that. They'll, they'll get a little bit better. Some won't get better at all. Some will say they don't like me. They don't like the training. And yet, three or four of them will say, this is the best training I've ever had. Why is that? It certainly is not the training, because if that was the case, nobody would like it, or everybody would excel. So I've been on this quest over the last few years to say, how do I improve what I do, whether it's coaching individuals, coaching groups, small groups, or doing training for larger companies? What's at the heart of all this? And we'll call it, what's at the heart of sales achievement? And I think it's this very simple concept that's simple to see once I give it to you, a little bit harder to improve or change, and that's self-worth. At the heart of all of this is, am I worth it? Am I worthy? What is my self-worth? When I show up and Bill Kasky says, well, you've, you need to do this and you need to do that and you've got to be detached. Hey, if you don't have a proper self-worth, you're going to say, I can't do that. That's way out of my comfort zone. I'm not going to, do, I'm not going to say that. They might not buy from me. So self-worth is at the center of this entire game of selling and achievement. It's not just selling, by the way. The reason I call it sales achievement is I want you to 2X or 3X or 5X your business. I don't think 
teaching you probing skills gets you there. I don't think it does. I think it helps. You might go from 100 grand a year to 115. But if you start working on your own self-image and self-worth, what are you worth as a human being in the whole process, then I think you make massive strides. Here's an example. You've heard me talk about on this podcast and other videos, this idea of creating content that is valuable for your customer, for your prospect. Let's just use LinkedIn as an example. So I'm suggesting to you and to all my clients, and, and you're a client in that, in that you invest time listening to this podcast, even though you may not pay me anything, I still look at you as a client. I think it's important that we all create content for LinkedIn. It doesn't have to always be video, but I'm just going to use that. Here's the thing that I hear almost all the time. Well, I know, I know, Bill, I should be doing that, but I just don't have, I don't have the time. I don't have the equipment. I don't have, I don't know what to say. And yet I give that to somebody else and they say, great, I got 25 things I can do over the next six weeks. I'll do one a week for, for 24 weeks and they do it. And I think the reason is, is because the person who decides to do it says, well, I got plenty to talk about. Hell yes, I'm worth it. My wisdom and my counsel is worth it. And if somebody doesn't like it, oh well. But of the 100 people that watch the LinkedIn video, 10 may say, geez, that guy's got it. It's perfect. I'm going to call him. What do you care if the other 90 didn't like it or didn't see it? So when I make a recommendation to do something, I'm always looking at what's the reaction of the client. And if they continue to balk and say, I don't have the time or make lousy excuses for it, I know that it's something much, much deeper. I've got people who have been in sales 20 years and they say, I, I, don't, I don't know what I'd talk about. Really? 20 years? You've called on, let's say you call on two clients a day or two prospects. You've had 5,000 meetings in the last 10 years and you don't know what to say on a video or in an article or in a post? You have nothing? You either have a really bad memory or your self-worth is not where it should be. And so the reaction comes out as excuses. You're deflecting that because you say, well, yeah, I don't have, you know, who am I? Who am I to say that? I've only made 10,000 sales calls and solved hundreds of problems for hundreds of people and helped people transform their businesses by what they do. What the, what the hell could I say? Really? What could you say? So I want you to be thinking a little bit over the next week or so about your own self-worth. And this comes, for, our worth comes from our beliefs about ourselves primarily and about our role in the world, a role on the planet, what our purpose is, why we're here, why we're doing what we're doing. And it's impossible to work on your self-worth if you aren't willing to look at the beliefs that you have brought with you in life, whether from childhood, whether from your first manager, whether from coaching that you got early, from your parents. And again, these could be good or not so good. In my practice and the coaching that we do and the small groups that we do, I'm always wanting to look at how did you get where you are today from a belief standpoint, not physically, but from a belief standpoint. Where did you capture and learn and, and grab onto these beliefs that you have? Where did you learn those things? Because we may have to change those things. It's hard for you to get from 100 grand a year to 400 grand a year if you think you're a 100 grand a year person, if you think that's the worth you bring. 
And the other thing I hear often is, well, yeah, I know I want to double my income, but I'm not really willing to look at uh, my self-worth stuff. Okay, so then you really don't want to double your income or increase your income exponentially if you're not willing to take a look at the very thing that's probably at the heart of the limitation. Now, some of you are going to hear this and say, oh, it's a bunch of hooey. It's a bunch of psycho mumble jumbo, mumbo jumbo, mumble jumbo, mumbo jumbo, mungo jerry, but it's not. And for you high achievers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And sometimes it's the high achievers among us who have the most difficulty with this because they have been accomplishing at a certain level and they grow every year and they're still not satisfied with their results. They may even be uh, have some addictive behaviors. They may not be doing the social media things they need to be doing. That's still a self-worth issue. Self-worth has very little to do with money, although I think we kind of land there. We, we kind of default there. So over the next week, I want you to think about what are you worth based on your experience, your wisdom, just who you are as a human being, your ability to ask questions properly, your ability to to call on people, to inquire as to their circumstances and dilemmas and pains and dreams and problems and objectives and ambitions and all those things. That's extremely valuable. But if your worth is low, you won't see it as valuable. So I want to challenge you over the next week or so. Do that. Spend some time with it. Write about it. Open up a journal on your, on your notes page on your phone and just, just record some thoughts to yourself. You don't have to ever let them out. Even if you disagree with me, write that down too. But don't stop there. I disagree with him. Boom, it's the end of that journaling session. No, you can disagree with me, but write some things out. How did you arrive at your beliefs? What are some beliefs that you have? If you can dig deep enough on this, what are some beliefs that you have that are not serving you today? I've got plenty. Believe me, I've got a lot. And I'm, wor- I'm constantly working on them, not in an obsessive manner, but sometimes I'll catch myself with this, this or that belief. My, my most common limiting belief is, well, everybody knows that. I know how to do a podcast. Well, why would I write a course on podcast? Everybody knows how to get a podcast. But no one will have my voice. No one will have your voice. I don't mean the actual voice. I mean, no one will be able to say it the way you say it with the stories that you'll accompany the message with. Nobody will deliver your message quite like you. And the deeper and the more compelling you can make that message, the more universal that message is. So think about that over the next week, and we might do some more. Go to BillKasky.com. Get on my email list because the spirit is kind of moving me to do a webinar or or more on this topic. Because I think it's so important, and I don't think I'm serving you if I don't spend a little bit more time on it. So we'll be doing some more webinars this year, not just on that topic, but others. Go to BillKasky.com. Get on the email list, and if you're, there's a webinar coming up, you'll see it probably in the banner. So I'd love to have you. We're opening up our 2X group right now, which is our problem-solving mastermind group for sales professionals, and you can go to the2xgroup.com. Among other things, a lot of things there. So I will see you next week. <laughs>